This is a UCD Centre for the History of Medicine in Ireland podcast. My name is Dr Sinead McCann and I am a Public Engagement Officer at the UCD Centre for the History of Medicine in Ireland for the project Prisoners, Medical Care and Entitlement to Health in England and Ireland, 1850-2000. For details about the centre, please go to our website at www.ucd.ie forward slash history forward slash chomi. To listen to other episodes from our archive, please visit the centre's iTunes page or our media website chomi.org. This episode is a recording from the one day event Inside Reform Prison Healthcare Campaigns Past and Present a policy workshop hosted by the Centre for the History of Medicine in Ireland and held at the National Gallery of Ireland on the 2nd of June 2017. Inside Reform was a policy event organised by the Wellcome Trust Senior Investigator Award Prisoners Medical Care and Entitlement to Health in England and Ireland, 1850-2000. The co-principal investigators of this project are Associate Professor Catherine Cox, Director of the UCD Centre for the History of Medicine in Ireland, and Professor Hilary Marland, Director of the Centre for the History of Medicine, University of Warwick. In this podcast, Associate Professor Catherine Cox, University College Dublin, gives the opening address to the Inside Reform Policy Workshop. Catherine, with Professor Hilary Marland, University of Warwick, was a co-convener of the event. Well, I think we can get started now. We've one or two people who haven't, aren't quite here yet, but um, they're just on the way, so I think we, we, we have a tight schedule, so we might try, try our best to keep to it. Um, so I just want to thank everyone for um, attending today. Um, and I know many of you have travelled either from... Um, the UK or indeed from various parts of Ireland. So I hope you all had a very safe uh, journey. My name is Catherine Cox and I'm based in UCD um, and I'm co-convener with my um, Warwick colleague, Professor Hilary Marland, who's sitting there, um, of today's session. Um, We're co-PIs on a larger project, a Wellcome Trust funded Senior Investigator Award that's looking at prisoners, medical care, and entitlement to health in England and Ireland between 1850 and 2000. So quite a small project, really. You know, we'll get that done in a year or two. Um, And obviously, as historians, our our main focus, I suppose, is on the historical themes and inquiries that we're we're looking at. And we, we certainly feel we're opening out new areas. But within this project, we're also very keen to um, relate our work to current concerns within the criminal justice system. So to try and have multiple voices talking to each other as we do our research. So today's workshop is the second of two workshops that we've been working on um, to look at um, uh, the relationship between policy and um, history. So I thought I was going to hand over now to uh, Sinead from the National Gallery, who's going to do the uh, housekeeping stuff, yeah? No, is Sinead gone, Flo, sorry? Is Sinead from the National Gallery gone, gone back downstairs? No, she's just Yeah, could you ask her to come in and just do some of the, the, the health and safety stuff for me, please? I wandered off there, sorry. <laughs> Obviously, he was whittering on too long. 
If you could come on in, yeah, that's a good time. Yes. Sorry. So you just want to do the health and safety? Very, very brief health and safety. I'm Shanae and the events manager here. In the case of the alarm going off, the people working downstairs are, are fire marshals, so they will come. But really, it's down the stairs and out the front door. That's the only way in and out of the shop, in and out of the house. And the meeting point is the chemist shop here to the right. So everybody has to assemble there, and we use the list that you signed in it to, to identify everybody. The quickest way to the bathrooms is via the lift, which is just at the door here, down to minus one, back up to two. But if anybody doesn't want to use the lift, um, you can come down into the hallway and use the other stairs. Um, I've left my phone number downstairs, so there are first stages. A lot of us are first stages in the building, and we can call you. We have a defibrillator. We're, we're well, <coughs> custom to everything like that. And you have my mobile phone if anybody needs anything. We have your mobile phone. That's okay. great. Thanks very much. <laughs> Hopefully, we will not need any of that. <laughs> Thank you very Thank you for your help today. So if I just move on then to the aims of today's session. I mean, we've talked about the broader project, but the aims of today's session. I mean, I think as many in the, of you in this room will know, prisoners' health has been a long-standing historical concern of prison reform groups and individual campaigners. And even prior to the foundation of the modern prison system in the 19th century, reformers and prison advocates across England and Ireland have highlighted the question of prisoner health have actively campaigned to improve uh, prison conditions that adversely affected inmates' well-being and have lobbied for improved medical services. So activists who range from prominent individuals, I suppose one of the most famous is of course John Howard in the 18th century and Elizabeth Fry in the late 18th or early 19th century, their campaigns helped to shape the modern prison. Um, but also today we have modern voluntary organisations, many of whom are actually represented in this room, including the Prison Reform Trust from the UK, the Irish Penal Reform Trust, um, and of course the Howard League for Penal Reform, and they're just a couple that we've named. And health and prisoners' access to medical services, both in terms of personal and institutions, has featured prominently in numerous campaigns, reform campaigns, and in, in, in these organisations' publications. And advocates for prisoners' health have variously highlighted the poor physical and mental conditions of those entering prisons, the challenge to the health inherent in the prison environment, and the demanding roles of prison medical staff, and sometimes their inability to meet these needs for a whole load of complex reasons. So I think today we want to try and assess the campaigns, both individuals' campaigns, but also groups and organisations, and the methodologies they have adopted in their work. Some key questions we would like to consider, both in the historical, but also in the contemporary context, are how important have specific health crises been in prompting more systematic health reforms in prisons? Could a focus on prisoner health marginalise other equally important reformist goals, such as prisoner education or socialisation. Indeed, what are or where the unforeseen consequences of campaigns? How effective are campaigns in changing public perceptions of prisoners' entitlement to health? And does the emphasis on health hold the promise of reframing the overall social purpose of the prison? 
So these are just some questions that come to my mind and have come to my co-convener's mind, Hilary, um, and I've no doubt there will be a hell of a lot more as the day uh, proceeds. So just to talk a little bit about some practical things for those of you who wish to use it. Today we are live tweeting um, the event um, from our prison's account, which is um, at his prison health, and we're using hashtag inside reform. The details are on an insert in your handbook, um, along with additional social media accounts. But if you do not wish to be tweeted, and that's perfectly fine with us, um, please just, or if you don't have copyright around your images, um, please just announce it at the start of your paper um, or in question times. It's perfectly fine. Um, we have no problem with not being tweeted. I personally hate it, so there you go. Um, We'll also be taking a few photographs just for use and promotional purposes because, of course, we have funders. We all have funders. But again, if you do not wish your image to be used in anything, please let one of the UCT, UCD team members know. Um, and that's myself, Fiocra, um, Sinead, and Holly, who's there at the back. So just let us know. It's absolutely fine. Yeah? Uh, since we will be discussing government policies on both yep. sides of the Absolutely, I was just about to get exactly to that. So we're going to record the presentations, not the questions and answer session. And again, if anyone wants to specify that they don't want anything going further out, Chatham House rules, absolutely. So just to put everyone's mind at rest. Um, one final quick announcement is we had a slight change to the programme. Um, unfortunately, Kimmet Edgar, for very valid personal reasons, could not attend. But my colleague, Hilary Marland, is going to sort of um, present his paper, which is always a difficult thing to do, but you're going to challenge, channel, channel, um, <laughs> give it as much as possible. So um, thank you very much for doing that. With his permission. So again, thank you very much for your time. I very much look forward to your contributions and your discussion. And as you said, if there's anything you want, um, make sure things don't go outside this room. Just wave your hand and that's perfectly okay with us. So I'll hand over now to our chair for the first session. Dr. Fiat Cabrera.